All right, pleased to be joined now by our Odyssey colleague, Craig Carton from WFAN in New York, plus now with a great new TV show as well. Craig, Pete and Chris here in D.C., appreciate a few minutes this morning. How are you? Good. That's funny. I was, I, was, I was looking at your Twitter account for a split second. I actually thought there was a donkey driving a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I swear I did a double take. I go, wait a minute. All right. It was a, it, I got it. I yes. actually thought, though, that you were like on some farm and a donkey <laughs> grabbed the tractor trailer. <laughs> Trust me, Craig, we don't live far from farms. It might not be impossible uh, around these parts. Yeah. But as you know, in New York, you know how people can drive uh, like there, there's a lot of farms up in New York City, too, by the way. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, listen, there are not a lot of farms where we got plenty of donkeys. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that's true. No doubt. That's true. Craig joins us on behalf of uh, our colleagues at FanDuel uh, as their responsible gaming ambassador. Craig, look, let's face it. I mean, those of us obviously well within the industry, sports fans know, you know, you lived this. Uh, this this is a lifelike discussion for you. This played out in public uh, for yeah. you. So you know... You know the highs, you know the lows uh, of all of this, and it's an industry now that demands you still be a part of it because of yep. the marketing that goes on. Why team with FanDuel? Why do it, do it, obviously, from the responsible gaming side here going forward? No, those are fair questions. You know, my story sadly played out, you know, on the front pages of the newspapers and, you know, going to prison and, and all that jazz that was all related around my out of control, you know, ego thinking I was just the greatest gambler that ever walked on the face of the earth. You know, the reason I'm doing it is it's kind of multifold. One, I made a promise to people I met in rehab that if I ever got back in my feet and had a platform on TV and or radio, and I'm blessed, you know, to have both now, that I would be the voice in the face of responsible gambling because I really never had one. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason I'm doing it with FanDuel is because, you know, they weren't blowing smoke up my butt. When they uh, first approached me about their interest in doing what would you think would be counterintuitive to, you know, operating what amounts to an online casino or book, and that's warned people about the potential dangers, you know, I didn't believe it either. And then the more I talked to them and recognized the significant resources and manpower, you know, they're putting behind it, uh, I fell in love with them. You know, people don't know this, but if you work for FanDuel, you cannot get a bonus if you don't go through a responsible gaming, you know, online tutorial and uh, take an exam at the end. So they're true to it. And then I thought, you know, I'm in this really cool position where I was fortunate enough to get back on the radio in New York and now you're on TV with Fox Sports 1, and they've got this great platform also. Why not join the industry leader in telling people, look, it ain't a seedy back alley thing. It is prolific now. It's coast to coast. There's going to be $16 billion wagered on the Super Bowl this year, which is more than ever before. Let's just tell people that might be doing it for the first time, hey, it's all good, but you know, have a couple of these ideas in your back pocket to protect you from something you may not even know is going to exist in your life, which is going from being really responsible and recreational and social to a place where I got where gambling mm -hmm. took over my life and led me down a bad path. Yeah, Craig, how easy was it 
you know, before everything that officially unfolded with you to get into that seedy, dark world. Because, I, you know, I remember growing up on Long Island, my dad, who worked for the Long Island Railroad, he'd come back with the football cards, you know, every week, and they'd pick the teams and, you know, the, whatever yeah. little pool they had. And, and that was when sports gambling was, again, illegal outside of in Vegas and I, I not even in Atlantic City you couldn't do that. So how easy was it? for you to get into that world, if you will, number one, and then number two, I guess, coming out of it on the other side, and again, working with FanDuel, how difficult has it been to kind of manage, I guess, impulses and temptations? Yeah, I'll I'll go backwards. Um, It was really easy to get into it. It was really difficult to get out of it. And I say that because it's all ego-based. I don't want to hear anybody. I don't want to listen to anybody telling me that I was – you know, being out of control or making bad decisions or wagering too much because I just thought, like I said, I was just so damn good at it. And there were nights where, you know, I could back that statement up and that just further fueled my desire to do it. I, I'm very blessed that I met people who cared about me outside of people who love me. You know, people uh, in GA, people in rehab that recognized, you know, that I was where they were, you know, let's say six months prior, a year prior. And it wasn't until I met this group of about 12 or 13 men and women in rehab where I took ownership of having a problem because they went around the room, everyone tells their own story. Mm -hmm. And being the new guy, I went last. And these 12 or 13 other men and women who were literally there because they were addicted to dollar scratch-offs, $5 keno, you know, such small amounts of money that didn't make sense to me because here I am, the big, you know, tough guy, betting $10,000, $15,000 a hand of blackjack, twenty-five grand on a ball game, and I couldn't understand why I was in the same room with them. And when they went around the room, they each described the way they processed the addiction emotionally and mentally using the same exact words and thoughts that I had as if I had written a script and given it to them. And that was the day that I took ownership of the fact that A, I got a problem, and B, I got to do something about it. Because I went to rehab for the wrong reasons. I thought it would look good. I thought my family would get off my back. And once I met those people, I was able to put my ego aside and say, hey, time out. Mm. You've got a problem. And it was that day that my life started getting better. You know, here I am now, almost five full years without wagering at all. And there was a point in my life where if you'd said to me, you can't wager this weekend, mm-hmm. I would have told you you were crazy. Um, so I'm blessed to be where I'm at. And then you're know, partnering with a company like FanDuel takes it seriously, you know, has been a real big part of not only my recovery, but my opportunity to kind of, I guess, get even with, uh, with um, the world. Like I did bad things. I went down a bad road and I do kind of feel like karma exists. And now that I'm in a position to help other people before they go down the road I went down, I'm trying to get you know even uh, cosmically. And I don't know if I ever will, but uh, I take great pride in allowing my story to be told publicly, sharing it myself, and being uh, a beacon for people who don't other- otherwise know where to go to get help. WFAN host and, of course, FanDuel uh, Responsible Gaming Ambassador Craig Carton joining us here. Craig, you mentioned, obviously, uh, you know, you step to rehab's door, even with the wrong mindset for those that are into this. And I, 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 you know, Chris and I were talking about this earlier, you know, Michigan state jumps out 15, nothing on Maryland last night. And I can't imagine because of the tools that are available, a bunch of people jumped on that thing in game impulsively, boom, boom, boom. Right. And then literally we're sweating it out until the very last moment. If a kid from Michigan state doesn't get a dunk with two seconds to go, 
Michigan State doesn't cover uh, in that game. How do people find these responsible gaming tools now uh, that you and FanDuel are starting to put out there to try to get? FanDuel wants everybody to have fun. FanDuel wants everybody to make a buck. But at the same time, FanDuel doesn't want to have a lineup of people that are stepping to rehab's door as a result of, you know, stuff they're doing on FanDuel. Yeah, I know. That's right. It's funny. Well, first, let me just back up to the Michigan State-Maryland game. It's always been interesting to me that we always talk about the bad beats, right? Like like that would have been, I guess, last night. But on the other side of that, there's another kid somewhere that's sweating the other side of that game that's thrilled when you have a bad beat because he just got you know, a cheap win. Um, you know, the FanDuel uh, kind of rules of engagement that they put into play is something that we discussed you know, almost two years ago, and it was just letting young gamblers especially recognize that uh, you could put things in play before you ever make that wager that ultimately are going to help you. And the two big ones for me are time limits and wager limits. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're making 50000 bucks a year, $1,000 a week, you shouldn't have $500 on a game. You mm-hmm. can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So if you go into it saying, all right, look, Here's the uh, you know uh, additive income I have, the extra income I have. I got a thousand bucks in the bank. I'm not going to let myself bet more than fifty bucks a game, or you know whatever the numbers might be for each individual. You can do that beforehand, so you should. You shouldn't be sitting on the FanDuel app for hours a day. You should go to the app, make your wager, and don't go back to the app until your wager wins or loses. Uh, and you can set all that stuff up. And you can go to FanDuel.com slash PlayWell to learn more about it. And then, you know, my mantra for gamblers, especially, you know, the fastest growing group of gamblers are young guys, right? And for me, the big thing I say to those young guys when I counsel them or when I tell my story is, you are going to lose games. As good as you think you are in handicapping a ball game, you are going to lose a good number of games. If you lose a game, live to fight another day. Don't chase it. So if you lose a game at 7 o'clock and you're ticked off that you lost the game and now you're willy-nilly throwing your money at a 11 o'clock West Coast game that you know nothing about, mm-hmm. you can't name anybody on the court, but you're so upset you just lost 100 bucks, you're betting another 100 on a game you know nothing about, you're going down a silly road. And that road can obviously have legitimate consequences. All right, Craig Carton with us, of course. Listen to him on WFAN on the Odyssey app in the afternoons with Evan Roberts. Of course, watch him uh, in the mornings um, while we're driving in and while we're doing our show here on the Carton Show on FS1. Uh, And, of course, with us on behalf of FanDuel and FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, Let me get a football thing in for you. I mean, everybody's talking about the Super Bowl. I don't know which side you've got. Uh, I I, I like the Eagles, whatever. But let me ask you from a local perspective in New York. A, is Daniel Jones going to be back in your eyes? One. Two, who's going to be going to be the quarterback of the Jets and three big picture for us and our audience how much do you like or not like what the commanders are all about uh, I like nothing about the commanders at all I think it's a dysfunctional franchise that needs new ownership yes. uh, and until they get that ownership I think it will remain dysfunctional I don't even like the name commanders <laughs> I actually really I loved Washington football team yeah, yeah. and this may be for a silly reason I don't know where they came up with that font but it was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, look, we're NFC East guys, right? Yep. Although I'm a Jet fan. Yep. I, we can't watch the Eagles win another Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, that can't happen on our watch. 
So um, I'm all in on Kansas City all from right. that standpoint, right. only just as a New Yorker. Um, I think the best place for Danny Jones is New York. I think you saw him become a legitimate NFL quarterback under Brian Dable uh, with one year. But, you know, some of the numbers I hear are crazing me because, you know, he threw 15 touchdown passes this year. Like, this is a quarterback-driven, offense-driven league, and he threw 15 total touchdowns. So the notion of giving Danny Jones $40 bucks a year is just crazy talk to me. I do think he's coming back. I think you're looking at a deal for like four or five years in the mid to high $20 bucks a year, maybe even getting into the low 30s. But how could anybody give Danny Jones – you know, a five-year, $200 million contract right. Right. when he just threw 15 touchdown passes. Um, so that that's my take on that. But I do think he will be the New York Giant quarterback. In regards to the Jets, the only thing I can promise you is this. We will find a way to screw it up because it's what we do. We'll probably wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo because Derek <laughs> Carr is going to go to New Orleans. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to spend four days in some blacked-out you know, uh, you know, room, and he's going to wake up crazy and go to Vegas, and I'm going to be sitting there saying, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, great. Hey, uh, Craig, I got a quarterback for you. You want Carson Wentz? Go. <laughs> no. you, want, you want Carson Wentz? <laughs> Let me, tell you uh, let, let, me t- let me tell you something, Craig. We do three hours a day. We used to do four hours a day. They've cut us down because uh, they don't like the truth around here. Uh, and, but, but you do like four and a half hours a day or whatever you do uh, with Evan. If you need content, Carson Wentz is good content. Yeah, I'm going to uh, respectfully pass on Carson Wentz. Uh, Car- by the way, Carson Wentz is just an old version of Zach Wilson. So I'll say no to that. <laughs> Craig, could you do what Aaron Rodgers is about to do? Could you do four days in just this darkened retreat where all they're doing no, is passing no, food no. to a slot to No. <laughs> no. First off, I'd be worried about going to the bathroom. Where do you do that? Uh, and secondly, I was talking about it this morning. I don't think I could make it like a half hour. Mm, I'm with uh, you. And I was reading about it. Most people crap out of that thing in under an hour yeah. because you start playing, like your brain can't process nothingness. So it starts inventing things that don't exist, like sounds. And I would lose the battle against my brain all day, every day. And I don't think it would be a good thing for me, health wise. That guy's a strange bird, man. Craig, I'll let but you know. The thing, like, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, for Jet fans that obviously want him, the hope now is that four days in that isolation house. You know, makes him crazy enough to say yes to the Jets. <laughs> hey, Brett Favre did at one point. Yeah. So yeah, he sure did, didn't he? You know, and, and then well, he sent pictures you know, of his pee pee. We'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you out on this. Uh, I told Russell when they hired Brian Dable, I thought it was going to be a problem for the rest of the division. Uh, you've yeah. seen a year uh, there. You saw the progress they made. Do you believe that that's real and that that group is really going to be able to uh, do even more going forward? Yeah, I think he's a great coach. I think you recognize why you know he was, Josh Allen became such a stud. People may forget that was under Brian Dable's watch. Uh, you saw Daniel Jones, of course, become a good quarterback. Not great yet, but good. And now you can only imagine if they improve the town around him and get him some wide receivers, uh, et cetera. 
I would just think he's going to keep progressing. But I thought, well, you saw, here's you know, one, you know, when you watch a coach, and I know Ron Rivera came under some fire this year, as a lot of coaches do, you know right away if the guy's competent on the sideline during a game. When do you call timeout? When don't you call timeout? When do you review? All that stuff. And I think Brian Dable cleared every one of those hurdles. I think the Giants were very fortunate to get him as their head coach. Craig, super stuff. Appreciate you uh, taking some time for us uh, this morning and uh, continued success spreading the word uh, as FanDuel's responsible gaming ambassador. Appreciate the time this morning. Thanks, Craig. And how much do you guys just love the Odyssey app? Isn't it the best? All the time, my friend. Because I can can listen to you driving up and down the road when I'm broadcasting (laughs) games during the Patriot League season every afternoon. Absolutely love it, my friend. Appreciate it, sir. Uh, be good, guys. Take care. Got it. Craig Carton joining us. He and Evan Roberts every afternoon on our sister station, WFAN. But more importantly, spreading the word about responsible gaming. Because, look, FanDuel wants you to have fun. Everybody wants you to have fun, make some money, have some fun with it. But, again, there are pitfalls uh, that go along with it. When you go to FanDuel's site, you go to the Play Well site, and it shows you how you can do those things that Craig is talking about so you can avoid the pitfalls that he speaks truthfully on because they happened to him. So appreciate Craig joining us on behalf of FanDuel as their responsible gaming ambassador.